Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. We greet you shalom and happy Sunday, church. Hallelujah. Welcome back to Battle English Service. And wherever you are streaming this service, we hope that you are blessed, you are safe, wherever you are. And now it's time to us to get rejoiced because God is good. Amen. So would you mind standing up together with us? Would you mind giving him the biggest hands? Hallelujah. We're gonna dance. We're gonna rejoice in you, Lord, because you are good. Come together, we sing. I will sing. I will sing of your love for me. In my life, you're my everything. Chains are broken.
have your neighbor around you say to them, God is good. Let us rejoice in the Lord. Hallelujah. Please visit the church. As we come to you this morning, God, that we realize one thing in our life, that it is you who matter the most to us. Purpose. 
this worship hour to worship you in spirit and in truth Lord I pray that as we bow down before your holy throne holy presence oh God we pray that you will touch our life refresh our hearts with revelations with the word of God with the power and living word of God you are our living water who can satisfy our thirst. We thank you for this time, O oh Lord. Lord, I pray that you will continue speaking to our hearts, Lord, and help me, give me your anointing, understanding, revelation as I share your word, O oh God. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. We praise you. We praise you. We honor you. We honor you, our living God, our wonderful God, our good God. You are our good God. Lord, I pray that every heart, every homes, every families that worship together, our friends listening to this streaming 
right at this hour God I pray that you will touch and speak to their hearts and even you bring healings and deliverance and peace oh God hallelujah thank you father thank you Lord I pray that you bless this sermon and change this sermon thing turn this sermon to be alive for those who open their hearts and their mind to listen oh God thank you father we bless you and we praise you and we thank you in Jesus name together we say amen amen hallelujah thank you Lord hallelujah God bless you you may be seated very good morning church how are you today welcome to November 2020 it's a wonderful time to walk through again thank God for his protection thank God for his wonderful uh, life giving time opportunity blessings that God has extended to us and today without further delay I, 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 I encourage you I I invite you to open your heart to sit quietly anywhere at homes even in the church just quietly sit down and open your heart and open your mind your reflective mind to understand what the, the Word of God speaking to us today I'm using for a team today from uh, one of the famous scriptures and I quote that uh, scriptures and uh, use it as my theme today and my theme is hunger and thirst for righteousness righteousness is the key word this is the word that God has revealed to us throughout the year 2020 We'll be meditating on the word righteousness. There is a special revelation given. It has been uh, our second month teaching and preaching on the word righteousness. And I pray that uh, as you listen, you become not only more understand the meaning of the word, but I pray that this particular Teaching and preaching will change your life, will give you perspective, will give you paradigm, will teach you how to live, how to be people of God, how to be a pleasing people unto the Lord. Hunger and thirst for righteousness. My brothers and my sisters, you at home, you watching, you listening through live streaming. Nutritionist tells us that our appetites determine our diet. And our diet determines our intake. And our intake determines our health. You are what you eat. That's nutritionist says. You are what you eat applies in the spiritual realm as well 
Jesus challenges us to look at our spiritual appetite with the penetrating words of the fourth beatitude from the Gospel of Matthew chapter 5 verse 6 the Bible says Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness because they will be filled I repeat that one more time because this is my keyword for the team that I'm using for the team that I'll be speaking to you blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness because they will be filled in this simple sentence Jesus tells us that our hunger determines our spiritual health in order to grasp its meaning for us we need to explore three key principles there are three key principles that i want to share shortly but before that just prior little bit prior to that i want to uh let you know that uh the word righteousness occurs seven times in the matthew gospel and among seven times five times is used in the sermon on the mount and of course righteousness we always say that word we read that word but to so many people the word righteousness is still a mystery we know it has something to do with being right and doing right but what is righteousness here i want to underline there are three thoughts number 1 righteousness is a lifestyle it is a lifestyle what kind of lifestyle is righteousness righteousness is a lifestyle that distinguishes us as true christians yes You cannot be a true Christian without experiencing the righteousness of God. Because to be a Christian, to be a follower of Jesus Christ, once you accept the Lord as your savior and God, he cleanses your sinful He forgive your sins. He change your life and he give you a new lifestyle. So righteousness is a lifestyle that distinguishes us as true Christians and don't forget this. At the same time it invites opposition from the world because once you become Christians, once you accepted the Lord, there is a gap between you and the world. and the world system and the world thoughts the world paradigm jesus said in the book of matthew chapter 5 verse 10 blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness yes sometimes we have to go through persecution because of following christ jesus sometimes we are persecuted for standing for righteousness that is common that is principle number 1 and i want you to look at principle number 
Righteousness does not start in the head. But righteousness starts in the heart and changes a person from the inside out. Yes. I was a sinner. I live in the dark. I do not know Christ. Until I know Christ, until I accepted Christ to be my Lord and Savior in my heart. Not only in my mind, not only in my thought. Righteousness starts in the heart. And then what happened? It changes a person from the inside out. I want to read the Bible for you, the scripture. Matthew 5, 20, the Bible says, Jesus said, for I tell you, I tell you, Jesus tell you, unless your righteousness, listen to that, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, that means you take over, you, you become more than the, these uh, uh, Pharisees and the scribes. Jesus said, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You will never. You know, the Pharisees, the, the Sadducees, the law teachers, they are religious people. They, con they concocted in, uh, in a religious system. They are built around attendance at the temple. And it involves intricate rules, regulations, meant following precepts and traditions. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, they are very professional and very routine. Daily, every time, from time to time, they are temple people. They go to temple. They conducted a lot of rituals, cultures. They read scriptures. And it's amazing when Jesus said, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. What a challenge. It is not just a simple you know, advice. This is serious advice. If you want to grow in the Lord, you have to keep this in your mind. You know, keep this in your mind. And then the principle C, it says, righteousness does not need to be seen by others. Yes. We are not showing and demonstrating anything, you know, so that people look at us and watch us because Righteousness does not need that. Righteousness does not need to be seen by others, but only by God. It is only by God. God sees us. God determines all these qualities in somebody's life, including my life. So righteousness does not need to be seen by anybody, by any people, by others, but only by God. Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 1 
Jesus said, be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of people. Do not show off anything. Our, our, our spirituality, our, our Christian lifestyle is not meant to be show off to people. That's why Bible and Jesus teach us to be humble all the time. No matter how great you are, how big you are, how successful you are, how recognized you are in the church, in the position, whatever you are, it is only for God to judge. It's only for God to say something about that. So righteousness does not need to be seen by others, but only by God. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of people to be seen by them. Otherwise, you will have no reward. Wow. You will have no reward from your Father in heaven. My dear, my friends, you are worshiping today's Sunday English service from home, battle English service, church members anywhere you are watching, and you and family. There is a challenge for us. To build up our righteousness, spiritual kind of Christian life. The Pharisees that we have been talking all this long. The Pharisees love to pray in public loudly. They love to dress up in their religious garb and throw their offering in the metal container so people could hear the coins rattle. They would sacrifice anything to win praise of others. Their religion was built on the praise of men. It looked good, but there wasn't any substance there. My dear friends, if you want to be people with substance, if you want to be people with uh, special uh, you know, values before God, listen to this. By contrast, through disciples, through disciples seek a righteousness that does not need to be seen by others, but only by God. That's it. No wonder Jesus said in the gospel, he said, when you pray, go to your room, go to your chamber, kneel down. And pray to your Father, your God, which is unseen. Yes, it is between me and God. Who am I to say I'm righteous? It is only me and God. It is only you and God. D, principle D, it says, righteousness causes us to seek God's approval above everything else. Yes. Matthew 6.33 The Bible says and which is, I mean, this is very uh, popular, very famous scripture. Everybody can quote this by heart. Matthew 6.33 Bible says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Again, see, from time to time I preach, I, I, I 
I stood here from the beginning, from time to time, from slide to slide, from, you know, point by point, you, you see the word righteousness comes again and again. Matthew 6, 30, 33. But seek you first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things will be provided for you. We are talking about our priorities of life. What is it that you are seeking in your life? What are you seeking? Are you seeking to be famous? Are you seeking fame? Are you seeking fortune? Are you seeking career advancement? Are you seeking a good salary? Are you seeking a secure future? Are you seeking a happy retirement? Are you seeking a marriage partner? Are you seeking the fulfillment of your dreams? Seeking His righteousness means letting His word set the standard for your life. It means seeking to do that which is pleasing to Him. A truly Christian lifestyle that changes from the inside out so that we no longer seek the praise of man but cause us to seek God's approval above everything else. This kind of life is possible for all of us. In fact, Jesus plainly says that anyone who lives this way is blessed by God. Is blessed by God. I almost cover my first part of the sermon and I'm taking you to the second one. Now is the action time. We know that we know the theory, we know the Bible, the scriptures pointing us and leading us. But now, the most important part of that is the second part, is our action. Appetites are not filled until you do something about it. If you are hungry, intellectually you know that you are hungry, but until you go and grab your food and eat, nothing will happen to you. Before I came to the pulpit, I was enjoying the worship service. Songs and praises, the music is so wonderful, so beautiful. I was sitting there, but I was very thirsty. Intellectually, I know I was very thirsty and I need a water to drink. If I don't drink, nothing will happen to me. I will still be thirsty. You get what I mean? So appetites are not filled until you do something about it. It is one thing to intellectually say I'm hungry and desire food. It is quite another to take the steps to satisfy your hunger and quench your thirst. By the way, listen to this very careful, my friends. Loss of appetite is a sign of illness. When you lose your appetite, sometimes we go through it. That means something is going on. Probably you are sick, probably illness comes along the line. Basically, we know something is wrong when we have no desire to eat. What have to 
we do when we know that. Friends, remember the same situation is true spirituality, spiritually. When we no longer hunger and thirst for time alone with God, when we no longer hunger and thirst for time alone with God through Bible reading, prayer, or aren't committed to the worship of God, fail to get alarm over our sinful condition and the sin of the world, we see clear signs of spiritual sickness. I'm saying if you lost the appetite of coming to the Lord and pray in His presence, you are sick spiritually. Now, what shall we do? What action? Action is very simple. We have to go to the source. Who is the source? He is the source, the bread of life. Jesus said in the Bible, He says, I'm the bread of life. No one who comes to me will ever be hungry and no one who believes in me will ever be thirsty again. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats and, of this bread, he will live forever. What a powerful and powerful you know, source we have. And by the way, this source will never lack anything. Every time and time and time, you go back and you go back again to this source alone you will be filled and you will be satisfied. And in the Gospel, John 6, 35, 51, you know, I've been reading for you that scriptures. The Bible said, the bread that I will give for the life of the world is from myself, my flesh. What a great God. No wonder I quote two great men. One is Saint Augustine, St. Augustine lives around 1600 years ago. He is one of the church father in the 4th and 5th century. St. Augustine, he said, Oh God, you have made us for yourself. That means God, you have created me for you. And you, everyone at home, everyone listening through this screaming, God is talking to you today. I quote once again what Augustine says, Oh God, you have made us for yourself and our hearts are restless. Our hearts are restless until they find rest in you. We will never be satisfied apart from God until we go back to God alone, until we find Him again. Only that time you are not be restless anymore. You will be peaceful. You will be in a harmony. And John MacArthur said, if you claim a relationship with Christ but you are not hungering and thirsting for righteousness, you need to honestly question whether you know Him or not. My friends, do you know him? Have you gone through experiences with the Lord?
God is speaking to us today. And there is a beautiful promise of fulfillment. The Bible that we have been reading from the beginning of the sermon, from Matthew 5, 6, it says, blessed are those who hunger. Okay? Listen to that. Slowly and attentively. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness because they will be filled. Filled means satisfied. Only God can satisfy you and satisfy me and satisfy all of us. And this is your time, this is your day. The final promise of that scripture is very beautiful because they will be filled because you will be filled. We are not going to be filled with food only, with money, long life, promotion, happiness, perfect family, trouble-free life. What can make us filled and full? That is the promise, the word of God. It says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness because they will be filled. You will be filled with righteousness. If you want righteousness, you can have it. If you want for a truly Christian lifestyle that changes you from the inside out, you can have it. If you were hungry for something better from God, you could have it. If you want it, you can have a close walk with God. If you want it, you can have a better marriage. If you want to, you can do God's will. If you want to, you can grow spiritually. If you want to, you can become a man of God and woman of God. If you want to, you can change deeply in grain habits. If you want to, you can break destructive patterns of behavior. When you hunger and thirst after righteousness, when you want to, what God wants more than anything in the world for you, you will and you can have it. Can you say amen? Yes. Only God can give you that fulfillment. Only God can give you the satisfaction. And you will be filled with Jesus himself. Yes. Jesus' appeal is always personal. He never says, come and join the church. Come and be baptized. Come and give more money. He simply says, come unto me. When Jesus says, you'll be filled, he means you will be filled with he himself. If you are hungry, come and eat the bread of life. If you are thirsty, come and drink the, the water of life. If you are weary and heavy laden, come and find rest. If you are guilty, come and be forgiven today. If you are far from God, come back home again. Friends, philosopher, his name Blaise Pascal. He says that there is a God-shaped vacuum inside every human heart. If you, if you don't fill it with God, you will fill it with something else. So today, open your hearts, open your hearts, open your hearts, my friends. Open your heart and see your heart. Search your heart and see whether your heart is still vacuum inside. 
empty inside. And Jesus wants to sit and build his throne in your hearts. What a true statement. 1600 years ago, St. Augustine said, I have, I have quoted this and I quote one more time. It says, oh God, you have made us for yourself. Yes, I am created for God. You are created for God. And we are all created for God. Oh God, you have made us for yourself and our hearts are restless until they find rest in you. You will never be happy until you put God first in your life. My friends, my closing statement today, I want to remind you back one more time. Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger. And this hunger and thirst of God will never be settled. We, every day, that's our lifestyle. Every day we, we have, you know, this hunger and thirst spirit. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Matthew 5, 6, are you hungry? Are you thirsty? If you are, you can be only filled. And this is the promise of God to hungry and to hungry hearts and thirsty souls. If you are hungry and thirsty, only Jesus, only God can fill it up. Only Jesus can satisfy you and receive that. It is free. Receive that. Let's all rise up. Let's sing that chorus one more time. This is my desire. Thank you, Jesus. This is my desire to honor you, Jesus. Lord, it all my heart, I worship you. Our prayer. All I have within me, I give you praise. All that I adore is in you. Together, sing. Yes, Lord. Lord, I give you my heart, I give you my soul, I live for you alone, every breath that I take, every moment I'm away, Lord, have your quiet our heart now open our eyes and receive Jesus anywhere you are Father I pray that you create in us a hunger spirit a thirsty spirit hunger for you alone 
hunger for you alone because you said blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they will be filled and today i pray that every hearts will be filled up lord those who are empty will open their hearts will come closer to you will accept your your graceful touch today in jesus name let your word speak to their hearts in jesus name we thank you for such a wonderful such a wonderful quality and 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 and, and, and promise that you have given oh lord father we love you father we love you forgive us oh lord pray for those who are sick bless them lord in a dramatic in a in a miraculous ways lord touch them and bring healing upon their bodies lord bring healing upon their bodies in jesus name lord i release your merciful and powerful hand upon upon every lives from every families oh god anywhere those who are crying those who are who are reaching out to oh lord in prayers and helps and lord i pray that you will be merciful and be compassionate to them thank you lord lord i pray for all our church members anywhere everywhere from every corner god i pray that you will bless them today's lord pray for those who are seeking your blessings and blessings god i pray that you will open the sky of heaven oh god and pour down a bountiful and multiply their oh god our life and bless their life in a special way thank you for 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 your promises we live only by your promises and especially i pray for those who contribute lord uh, 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 lifted up this ministry upon their soldiers through ministries through prayers and through offerings their thanksgiving offerings missions offering tithes offering lord those who have donated those who have given generously father pray that you will never forget them you bless them double portion multiply in jesus name multiply the blessings upon their lives and families oh god thank you father remember our church leaders reverend dr niko nyotoraharjo all our leaders here in medan reverend bambang jonan reverend edi prajitno lord i pray that you will bless them in a in a wonderful ways and protect all the family members of our church gpi medan plaza anywhere from every corner to corner bless them that are following our live streamings and listening to all our services in a special way remember our government our nation indonesia we commit the president the vice president we copy the 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 cabinet members we 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 bless them all remember north sumatra medan our governor and the major lord in the name of jesus the lord thank you for taking care of uh, our country and especially uh, the place the city where we live oh god thank you father bless israel shalom jerusalem and bless israel lord Thank you Father we thank you for this time church would you raise up your hands and open your heart and receive heavenly blessing the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you 
the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. The love of God, the Father, and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us from now and forevermore. Everybody who blessed today, together we say, Amen, Amen, Amen. Thank you. Happy Sunday. Stay safe. Stay healthy. God bless you all. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.